This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us as Deb talks with her guests, experts in their fields, as they share real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today, I think we have a first. We have a family member of a former guest who is on our program. We've had some people before who have been business associates, business partners. I think we've had maybe a spouse or two, but I don't think we've ever had a son-in-law of a family member, of a, a person who was a guest on our program. So, you know, we are going to be talking about that because it is a family business that, that th- my guest is part of. And so it's going to be a ton of fun today. And we really are going to have a good time talking about this and everything that he does. So please join me in welcoming Zachary Beach to our program today. Welcome, Zach. Hey, Deb. Thank you very much for having me on. I look forward to diving into a fantastic conversation and, and bringing your audience some, some great value. Perfect. I love it. Well, before we dive in, let me tell people just a little bit about you. So Zachary Beach is a part of the Smart Real Estate Coach family located in Newport, Rhode Island. He co-authored their most recent best-selling book, and here it is, The New Rules of Real Estate Investing, working alongside his brother-in-law, Nick, father-in-law, Chris, and a great support team. He is a successful real estate investor, completing over 100 deals in under three years, and he continues to buy and sell property without, this is important, folks, without using his own cash, credit, or investor's money. So again, Zach, welcome. Thank you very much. I, th- I think you covered it all. Uh, that I was, know. Okay, uh, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> you, made, you made me sound amazing. I very much appreciate that. Well, you know, it, it is always so much fun um, because I get to learn things. You know, people ask me, why do you do the program? And I say, because I get to talk to the greatest people in the world and I really get to learn things. Um, and it was, it was interesting. You know, I mentioned that we had your father-in-law on the program and that's Chris Prefontaine. He was on several months ago, program 460 for people who want to look it up and and listen to it or watch it. Um, You know, and what he was talking about was exactly what you're going to be talking about too, is real estate investing. I knew nothing about it. I'll I'll admit, I still really don't know an awful lot about it. I don't even know enough to be dangerous. Um, But it is one of those things that is a fabulous option for people as a way to make extra money or to really, you know, start doing as, as a full-time business. Um, but before we, we jump into this, I'm sure people are wondering what the heck my shirt is because we're only seeing part of it. So here's the full shirt. So it says Wicked Smart. And I love it because you sent me this shirt. No guest has ever sent me a t-shirt before. I've gotten other gifts, you know, and, and obviously lots of, of books and things like that. But explain the shirt. What does Wicked Smart mean? Well, Deb, you're now part of the Wicked Smart community. Yay! So, our, and, and we're from Massachusetts originally, and we're we're here in uh, Southern New England. So it's it's Wicked Smart. Right. Wicked oh, smart. okay. I got to get that right. Wicked Smart. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Wicked Smart. <laughs> uh, so, Wicked Smart is our is our community, our community of our associates that we work with, our our community of students, our family. Uh, so we are we treat every single person that we work with around the country. Um, as family, so their Wicked Smart community just represents our core values and, and who we are represented as a community in general. And we're we're all striving to to do the absolute best and to create uh, and to create you know uh, million dollar real estate businesses. Great, I love it. Well, you know, one of the things that that I really want to talk about is the fact that you are a young entrepreneur. Um, you know, a lot of people are a little bit more mature when they decide they're going to go off and, and do all of this. And you recently had a birthday. Actually, as we're filming this, it is your birthday. But, you know, because it actually doesn't share right on the date. Um, you're a whopping 29 years old. Um, 
And that is somewhat unique for many entrepreneurs. So tell us a little bit about your, your journey. How did you get here? Because it's a very unique and very interesting story. Yeah, well, thank you for asking. Uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been quite a ride. Uh, I'll tell you that it, it wasn't. I didn't, you know, have a dream growing up that I was going to be a real estate entrepreneur uh, at all. I actually knew zero about real estate uh, <laughs> up say the last you know three and a half years. Um, so when I came out of college, I was a bartender and I was a personal trainer. I was just trying to find my way through life and mm-hmm. and figure out what I wanted to do. Um, and at one point in time, I was just getting uh, so exhausted from working long nights and waking up really early in the morning to then personal train people. So uh, I went to my father-in-law, Chris and Nick, who had a real estate business. And I said, hey, I don't know if I'm going to like this, but I think it's better than what I'm doing right now. Uh, would you be open to me joining the, the family business? And from there, uh, I just started diving into the trenches and added uh, another thing on my list. So I was in between my my two other jobs or personal training and, and bartending. I started making some phone calls and then eventually jumped in full time April uh, about three years ago. And you know, here we are today. I just kind of followed in the footsteps of the family. And then eventually once I had a grasp of everything, then I started including my own ideas and building up the company as we all continue to to grow this grow this company. Right. I love it. And you know, your your other careers, you know, bartending and your personal training, they're very integral a part of this because I think more than anything, it taught you good customer service. Um, you know, how to listen. I mean, you know, we we all know the you know the stereotypes about bartenders. You know, where where you're leaning on the bar and you're listening to your patron stories. But you know, it is true. You you do have to listen and pick up as as to what they're saying. And you know, even more importantly, as a personal trainer, because somebody might not be telling you, "Ow, that hurts." <laughs> Or, or even, you know, hesitating to, to do something. And you need to pick up on that, which I think is very important in what you do. Um, because real estate investing, just real estate in general, is definitely a very personal type of industry. You know, you have to overcome a lot of people's reservations. Um, you know, whether it's they might really not want to sell. They don't, you know, they don't know what they don't know what to expect, um, you know, all of these various things. And so it's, you know, it's, it's something that, you know, you, you obviously have to be a very good listener to be successful. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with everything you just said. Um, I think as we kind of travel through the journey of life, we pick up skills mm-hmm. that then bring us to the next level. And then eventually, uh, whatever I'm learning today will take me to the next level and the next goal that I'm, I'm reaching for. Um, so yes, bartending, I, it taught me to be able to talk to anybody about anything, right? Uh, which if you're making a lot of calls on the phone and you're speaking with people mm-hmm. who aren't expecting to talk to you and don't know you, uh, building rapport within, a, say, a three to 10 minute conversation is extremely important. So right. definitely learn that from bartending. Um, and then personal training. I learned being able to, you know, create programs really, and that's being able to dissect and create a uh, create a program where there's step by step on uh, on how to help somebody accomplish a goal. Mm-hmm. Which is the same thing with real estate investing. Right. They are in a certain place where they are right now, and they want to be someplace else. Now, how do I create a customized experience that mm-hmm. will get them to that goal? Right. Um, and if I'm able to do that, then we're going to have a really good deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and. I think it's also important to note that you know you as as we said it is part of the family business um you know and and so that makes it easier and it makes it harder um you know to 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 be doing this so let's talk a little bit more about that um because a lot of people think ooh I can work with my family or a lot of people think ooh no way um so what are some of the the advantages and disadvantages to being in a family run business yeah it is it is quite the experience and um and and we've we've always thought of it as being really a we just kind of followed the energy mm-hmm. uh, when i first came into the business 
what I'm doing now is not what I did when I first started. Uh, same with my brother-in-law, Nick, and same with my father-in-law, Chris. We kind of shifted as we all got to know each other better and decide what our strengths are, what our weaknesses are. So we were able to go with that flow. So I would say the advantages of being in a family business are you really know the people that you're working with. Uh, which also could be a disadvantage. <laughs> could definitely be a disadvantage as well. Um, also, your goals are are in alignment, and they're 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 more powerful because mm-hmm. I feel as though everybody is really benefiting when you're when you're moving forward as a family mm-hmm. uh, because you're not only impacting, say, the three of us, uh, but you're impacting my son, who's you right. know two years, who's going to be two years old. Uh, my daughter, who's you know going to be coming out in this world and in, uh, in October, um, my wife, uh, you know, my nephew even worked with us for a period of time as well. So you get to have that, that really that family ingrained roots, which allows you to affect a lot more people, which you, you probably wouldn't if you're just an employee Mm -hmm. or you were partners with somebody else in another family, unless you were really close. Right. Uh, Disadvantages. Um, it's, it's hard to shut off sometimes. Mm -hmm. Uh, you definitely have to have, the ability to to shut off. Um, right. It was funny at one point in time we not only all worked together, but we all lived like on the same street. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all moved down here to Newport, and uh, we had this ongoing uh, ongoing joke where when we all got home, we'd pull into the driveways and we'd wave to each other from across the street and say, "Hey, how was your day?" <laughs> uh, no, it's just it's really important that you you close the door and you shut off and you go into family life out uh, at a certain right. point as you could continue to carry this on forever. Uh, now, if you got some really good things happening and, you know, business, especially being an entrepreneur, your business and your life are very intertangled. So you're obviously going to talk about positives, but leave the negative stuff at the office and, uh, and you'll get back to it, you know, in the morning. And then the other disadvantage is, is uh, it also could be an advantage. And one of our core values is clear, blunt and to the point. So it's, uh, it's not allowing there to be any gray areas where people are having different thoughts, especially when it comes to money. Mm-hmm. As when you're involved in, uh, involved with making money within a family, I, there's been tons of businesses I know of that have been torn apart and families have been torn apart due to money. So it's really important that everything is laid out on the line. If there's some frustrations or anything that's going on, it's all put on the table. That way right. we don't hold these things in mm-hmm. uh, and destroy the family, uh, not just the business. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and let's be honest, you're dealing with large sums of money, um, you know, and because real estate in and of itself is large sums of money. I mean, you know, we're not talking about, say, a family restaurant that might clear $500 in a night. Um, you know, you're doing transactions that on occasion are in the millions of dollars. Yeah, it's basically controlling large amounts of assets. And, and in, but within real estate in general, uh, there's just so many moving parts mm-hmm. and there's so places where, uh, you know, little nuances could pop up. Uh, but yes, there, there's money's always constantly flowing throughout that expectation and throughout the process. So yeah, it's, it's, it's important. But even if you were dealing with small sums of money, it doesn't matter. I mean, $500 to somebody and a million dollars to somebody is completely different, uh, as far as perspective. So, uh, just my only, my thought would just be just to make sure that when you're having conversations about money and when you're talking about the business, that everybody just knows where everybody stands. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you mentioned one of the things that I think is so important is leave business at the office. Um, now, you can't always. I mean, you know, you get together in the evening and you have a great idea. You don't want to wait, you know, to, to talk about it. But I think it's important that you do discuss other things, um, you know, and, and have outside interests. Uh, you know, so you're talking about, well, you know, hey, you saw this um, uh, movie over the weekend or, you know, or, and, and to have those, those things where you're associating with other people besides your family. Um, you know, my husband is, is a, from a large family and unfortunately we don't see them very much because they're in Colorado and, and we're here in Atlanta. But, you know, it's, it's, it's great when we get together because we have so many things to talk about because everybody has such diverse interests, but then it does come back sometimes to the, the things that are, are um, very common to everybody. Um, you know, and it, I mean, I guess it's the same in any workplace as you want to have people that, that have diverse interests because that brings in other perspectives. Um, you know, and, and I mean, it's just, it's important to, to not be family all the time, I think is what I'm trying to, to say. No, I, I, I 100% agree with you. Me and my brother-in-law talked about that a lot as 
when we didn't work together, we were doing other things. And then when we started working together, it was just all about the business. So we do our best to go see a movie or uh, right now we're both training for a half marathon. So just like doing things that are outside of real estate and outside of coaching and consulting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that way, you know, we, we can have fun doing other things, <laughs> which is really important. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and one of the things that, that uh, your dad mentioned in the book was one of the cool advantages is that your son um, comes into the office frequently, uh, you know, and, and so he's getting a lot of things. Now, obviously, he's little, so you know, he's, it's not like he's, he's participating, but he's, for one thing, he's seeing his other family members, so that, that's great. He's being socialized, all those various things, but I would imagine that as he gets older, it may be something that he continues to do um, to come in and, and see things. And whether he chooses to go into the family business or not, he is picking up on great skills um, you know, and, and great business tactics. And you mentioned your core values. Um, and, and that is talked about in the book, but talk a little bit more about some of the core values that your, your company has because they're very important. And so many businesses never stop to think what is our core value? You know, we're, we're here to make money. We're here to do business. But that's not a core value. Um, talk to us a little bit about those core values. Yeah, I would love to. And this completely goes back to the original conversation of what is the Wicked Smart community. As we uh, bring on new associates, so people we do deals with throughout the country and help them build their businesses based on these core values. You don't get into the Wicked Smart community unless you fit these because, you know, that's not only is it uh, what we live by um, as a in, like as a company, but also we took all of these values from the family as well. Um, and the first one is we empower individuals and families. Uh, so you can look at that on both sides, um, both in our buying and selling entities. We help out both buyers and sellers, and we empower them. Um, also in our coaching, it's we're empowering the individual entrepreneur to be able to build out their own business and and to chase after the dream that they want, whether it's getting out of the corporation world uh, and become entrepreneurs now or build a side income where like myself with with my son, we're putting together a small portfolio and we're using some of those techniques like an IRA um, in order to create some wealth for him as he grows up. Um, Next one is we constantly innovate and improve. Uh, we always want to be on the cusp of everything. Uh, one of our major products is called the Quantum Leap System, which is our video course. And unlike most other uh, coaching programs, it's not stale. It's not 10 years old. We actually update the modules yearly. Um, so that way we're constantly on the cusp because we are in the trenches right now. We want to make sure that those that people that are learning from us are able to be on the cusp as well. Uh, we complete all transactions with the highest integrity. It's extremely important being a real estate investor and in real estate in general. Um, there are um, there just there are some individuals out there that aren't living up to the integrity, and we always want to make sure that that's what separates us uh, with our coaching. It's we're matching effort for effort. Uh, we're not out there to push a wet noodle. We are there to empower the individual. Um, so if somebody wants to run and grow a large business, then we're right along with them. If somebody just wants to do onesie, twosie transactions, we're right along with them. So we're always matching effort for effort. Uh, as I mentioned before, we're clear, blunt, and to the point, no gray area. Uh, I think that's definitely a regional thing. I think if you come to any plenty in Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut, you're probably going to get clear, blunt, and to the point. But we want to make sure that we we always are uh, letting people know exactly how we feel. And I don't mean right. that in a rude way. I mean right. that in a productive you're not way. you hurt somebody's feelings on purpose. Exactly. Yep. But I want them to know exactly where we stand. Right. Uh, and then team over me um, is is the the last core value, which you know it's it's important that we're moving together as a team, but also as a community. The Wicked Smart community is constantly pushing forward. That's why each and every associate or student that we bring into that community is uh, not only benefiting from it, but they're also bringing benefit to the community as well. Right. You know, and and. Uh, those, as I mentioned, those are in your book um, and obviously a very important part of your organization. But what struck me as I was reading the book is, yes, it is about real estate investing. But if even if you're not somebody who wants to do real estate investing, there were so much information and so many tips in it about just doing business, um, you know, things like continually be uh, learning 
um, you know, uh, work on your health. You know, now granted, I'm kind of a lazy slug, but you know, I try and get in at least a mile a day of of walking. Um, you know, and and because it, that helps in so many ways. Um, you know, and and. You work out a lot more than I do, but you're also a lot younger. Um, and and you know, and it's not you know a heat index of 102 degrees for you. Um, but you know, uh, there were just so many tips in the in your book that I thought these apply to anybody. Again, whether you're wanting to do real estate investing, whether you're wanting to work with with your family or not, it was just sound business practices. And and so that's one of the things that I want people to to know is. Read the book. It's got some great information in it, whether you want to be a partner with them or not. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, we pull from multiple different industries um, and learn from many mentors and coaches that aren't necessarily within either the coaching world or the real estate world. Because uh, yes, we're, we are all in business. Mm-hmm. Um, we just happen to be uh, in the medium of and, and happen to sell real estate. Mm-hmm. But all the other business practices 100% come into play mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to leading your team with leadership and hiring and firing and uh, and having systems and processes in place and you know and just overall you know personal development mm-hmm. uh, in order to take yourself and your team to the next level. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and and again, just good business tips. Um, you know, and 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 that was I think what struck me most when I was reading your book was wow, this this pertains to anybody. Yeah, that that was our hope for the impact there because most people that end up joining our programs or we end up working with are coming from a completely different avenue than real estate. Uh, they just chose real estate to be their their freedom vehicle, right? We're all we are all whether we like it or not looking for freedom. Whether it just depends on which uh, what that means to you. Whether it's you know you want to build a large company so you make a ton of money, or it's you want to you know make things super simple. That way you don't have large bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, or it's uh, or it's really just a freedom to be able to choose what you want to do, when you want to do it, who you want to help. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have people that are coming from various uh, places originally, like corporations or, you know, we're entrepreneurs before and had a side, uh, another, another type of niche. Uh, and now they're using real estate in order to be that vehicle. So yeah, I encourage people that... Um, if you're looking for other ways to invest or, or another way to leverage yourself, uh, because we have a very particular niche in real estate that we that we work in, which is the terms business, which means that you don't use your own cash or your own credit or beg investors for money. Um, by doing that, you're actually able to leverage other people's finances and other people's assets in order to build your own portfolio. Mm-hmm. So I encourage people to take a look at this because it's also... Um, it's also like, okay, well you invest in real estate or you go invest in stocks or, or some other, some other, uh, investment, maybe you're a venture capitalist. Uh, this is another way to create another avenue and another way to leverage yourself in order to create some more wealth and some more freedom. Right. So let's, let's talk more specifically about that. You know, and, and I mentioned that we had your father-in-law Chris on and, and we really delved into this a lot with him, but it, it is something that I think is, is, I think people are curious about it confused about it or have absolutely no knowledge about it. Um, you know, so we're not talking about fix and flip. Um, you know, you might have to do some, some work on the properties that you buy, but you know, it's, it's not the, you know, not the things like we see on TV with, with fix and and flip. Um, you know, and, and so tell us a little bit more about specifically how you do business. Yeah, I love that our niche is not on TV because it fixing and flipping did not become popular until HGTV became right. a very Oh yeah. And, and, and so, of course they make it look way easier than it is. <laughs> because yeah, it, I, they can do all that in an hour. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you that they are leaving out a large amount of the business. Um, right. it's mm-hmm. are they buying the property correctly? Uh, it's all of the little nuances that go into the remodeling and all the crazy things that happen that set you back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and if you can actually sell the property, you know how much you're paying on a realtor commissions, uh, how much you actually end up getting for the property. So there's a lot of a lot of little things that that aren't show friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, whether uh, it's boring or I mean, it, granted they have a limited period of time. Um, yeah. You know, and 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 their whole big thing is more of the fixing part. Um, but but yeah, so that's that's not what you guys do. 
Nope. So we we definitely don't fix and flip, or that's not that's not our main uh, main source. There, we don't wholesale, mm-hmm. uh, so we're not um, trying to buy extremely low and flipping the contract to to somebody and creating these small margins. Uh, we're not doing the Burr method, which means that we're not buying it, rehabbing it, refinancing it, and then renting it. Uh, what we do is we focus on the terms market, which is comes down to a couple different uh, couple different scenarios. Mm-hmm. Uh, is we focus on lease options. Uh, lease options simply means that you and the seller are going to agree upon a price. You'll take over 100% responsibility of the property and then on and before an end date, you'll cash them out. So uh, title stays in the seller's name, financing stays in the seller's name. Uh, you are more or less have a lease on the property with an option to buy on and before a specific date. Mm. Uh, the other one uh, that will that we should touch upon is owner financing. So that is letting the seller finance the property for you. So okay. this is assuming the house is free and clear. There's no mortgage on it. The sell, You can close on the property and the seller will hold a mortgage like a bank would. And then you craft, you craft up terms where you pay the seller mm-hmm. uh, as if the bank. And then on and before an end date, you'll give them a balloon payment. Um, what they're projecting is uh, about 20% of all real estate transactions over the next five years are going to be uh, seller financed. Right. Uh, because roughly, I think it's one third of properties are free and clear mm-hmm. uh, in the country. I mean, that just makes sense because of our aging demographics. You know, all of, all of the baby boomers have gone through their 30-year mortgage, um, you know, or, or, you know, maybe they didn't do it in 30 years, but they've paid off their mortgage. Yeah. And, and they're in a position, uh, the people that we end up working with, the sellers that we end up buying from are in a position where they don't need the finance. They don't need their cash right now. They don't need their equity. Right. They're willing to get more profit from the house, but are willing to wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of course, if they needed the equity, they probably would have refinanced and pulled it out. So right. we're working with sellers that are in a very good position financially or have a multi- or have multiple properties uh, and they're willing to hold on to the property as far as the note until we can pay them off, mm-hmm. which allows us to, to, to sell it and work with our, what we call tenant buyers. And we do all of our program, uh, what we have a rent to own program that we sell it through. Right. You know, and, and I like that concept because, uh, you know, as I mentioned, it's, it's good for kind of this aging population who, might be thinking, okay, you know what, it's time to downsize. It's time to move with the grandkids, time to maybe move into an adult community, you know, all of those various things. But as you said, they're not in any hurry to do it. And they're, they're, they're not in a financial rush to do it. Yeah, that's exactly right. So most of the sellers that we end up working with, because a major question always is, okay, Zach, well, that's great that you can you can buy these products, but how do you actually find these sellers? Right. Like, how the heck do you find them? mind is open to holding on to the property and waiting three to ten years for the rest of their money. Uh, and I'll tell you, it's it's the same lead sources that most investors will get, which is somebody selling their house for sale by owner, mm-hmm. somebody trying to rent their house, or somebody or an expired listing, meaning. Uh, they were with a realtor and they weren't able to sell it, so now they're now they're expired. Mm-hmm. Uh, same lead sources, just a, there's a certain type of person that we work with, which is somebody that's uh, typically in a good financial situation that's willing to wait, willing to get more profit. Or the other scenario is somebody that's selling their house roughly for what they owe, so mm-hmm. they're going to be coming out of pocket. Uh, if they do any other type of transaction other than you buying it, so um, two different flip sides of the coin. But uh, I go, I, I bring this up because there's there's so many people out there uh, that need this solution and need right. uh, an investor's help to to move on with their lives. Right. You know, and and it's interesting because you know I think selling your home is just such an ordeal. I mean, you know, we, we hate doing it for whatever reason it is, you know, but the worst thing is when you have it on the market and, you know, and, and people are coming in, you know, and, and, and I, you know, we've sold, my husband and I have sold three homes over the, the course of our marriage. And that, it, that really was just what annoyed me the most because we have pets, you know, so that was always entertaining. You know, somebody couldn't just pop in, you know, I had to make sure that the dogs and the cats were somewhere else. Um, always having to keep your house clean and show ready, you know, not cooking something with onions. I mean, you know, all these various things and, and people just hate it. Um, so we're seeing more and more solutions 
and, and options for people to do that, you know, to be able to, you know, not sell their house, um, you know, there's in, in the traditional way. Um, there's a, a company down here in Atlanta that, and there's actually several of them that, you know, they just, they make you an offer, you know, and then they buy the house and, you know, and, and so you're never showing it, uh, you know, as, as they put it, you're never having to make your bed, you're never having to do your dishes, you know, all those various things. And my assumption is it might be a little less than, you know, than, than what you might get. But at the same point, you know, it's not going to be a lot less. You're not going to sell it, um, you know, you, because it, it, you know, and so it, it is, I think people are looking for other ways to sell their homes in, in an easy and fairly painless way. Yes, uh, that's that's very true, and, and it'd be very similar on when we're buying somebody's property. Uh, other than we're we're not going to pay a lot less for the house, we're going to pay typically market value or right. mm-hmm. slightly above. Yeah. Uh, but yes, if they're looking, mm-hmm. yeah, if they're looking for a better experience when selling their house, I mean, we can certainly make that happen where it doesn't have to be show ready. You can cook onions if you want. Uh, you can do whatever you'd like. Just because when we're actually selling the property through our rent to own program. Our tenant buyers need some time in order to get financing. Right. That's what we're providing them time. Um, so they're not traditional uh, buyer picky. Like mm-hmm. they can overlook some of these things because they're getting the opportunity to buy a house and to, to lock up a, uh, a property now while they're working towards owning it. So the fact that if the beds aren't made or, you know, the house is 100% show ready, it, 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 it's a little and, and far between. We will not care. So. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we're definitely bringing a better seller's experience um, for them to be able to deal with. Yeah, this life-changing event, which selling a house, you know, comes with memories and baggage and you know a whole bunch of things. So, uh, anytime that we can make that transition in their lives easier, uh, then you know that solution can be provided. You know, and I love the concept too of the tenant buyer. Um, you know, because many people don't have you know the the money to to a big chunk of money that they can put down, but they know that it's important to buy. Um, I I saw an article recently that said that an amazing number of millennials are actually buying homes, and you know it was because the the whole uh, thought process is you know by many people that millennials don't do that. Now they don't want to buy homes, but um, you know, but again, it still has to be a fair transaction. Um, you know, it's, it's not like the, the rent to own appliance where you're actually spending four times as much to, 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 to get that washing machine in the very end. Um, you know, so tell us a little bit more about tenant, uh, tenant owned properties. Yeah. So our, our tenant buyers are, yeah, are somebody that is looking to become a homeowner. Mm -hmm. Uh, So not like a glorified renter. That's like, Hey, I should just get an option on a house. Mm -hmm. There's somebody that actually wants to buy a property. Um, and they typically fall into two categories, which is somebody that had a legitimate hiccup in their credit and Mm -hmm. they need to improve it. Right. Or somebody that's self-employed and they need time for, to show or seasoning Mm -hmm. to a bank, how much they're making. Um, most of them are going to have a deposit, uh, anywhere from three to 10%. Mm -hmm. Uh, we wouldn't accept them if they didn't because we're handing over an asset to them. Right. Right. You need to be able to trust that this is a good deal. Yep. And then we will, based upon, uh, their debt to income ratio, their FICO scores, how much they have for a deposit now and how much they can put in as a deposit over a period of time. We'll then create a entire customized, um, process for them. And that way we can set them up for success and be able to get them to a point where they can go get their own financing and buy the house. Um, So it's right now, I think it's roughly 80% of the market in most markets that cannot walk into a bank and get financing for various reasons as banks are very strict at this point in time. So um, there's just a, there's a huge, huge gap that needs to be serviced um, Mm -hmm. and we've been able to find that solution for them. Right. Yeah. Because you know, I mean, obviously renting works for a lot of people, but in many cases, you, you know, when you're renting, you're just kind of throwing that money away. Um, now, you know, as I said, you know, there are obviously circumstances where renting is, is you know, the smart way to go, but owning your own home, you know, is, is also so desirable for so many people, especially if you know, hey, I'm going to be in this area for five to 10 years, um, you know, or maybe longer, you know, especially if you have kids. I mean, a lot of people are thinking, okay, I need to be here for 
20 years to get them all the way through high school, you know, and, and things like that. And, and so, you know, just renting that entire time does not make sense. Yeah, I, I was lucky enough. Um, I, I guess I would call it cherry picking because we're in the business, but I was able to buy my own house uh, through the rent to own program. Um, and I wouldn't have been able and to it's a buy that house, folks. <laughs> it's a very nice property. And, and I'm glad you brought that up because it's not to brag in, in any type of way. It's for you to realize that if you are just looking to buy your own house, then it's probably worth you learning how to be able to do this. Um, and also that most people uh, or most houses, if you approach them with the right terms, mm -hmm. are willing to sell um, or willing to sell that way or sell through a rent owner or a lease purchase or willing to own or financing. It's not just, you know, houses that don't look very well and are, aren't in nice areas. We, we buy very nice homes in, right. in all different markets. Mm -hmm. uh, so yes, I was able to do so and I wouldn't have been able to buy that house at least for another 18 to 24 months as I'm waiting, I'm self-employed. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been waiting for the bank for seasoning. Mm -hmm. um, and we were just lucky enough where we found the right seller at the right time. And we were able to craft up the right terms, which we both were comfortable with. And and uh, we actually have a very good relationship with that, with that seller as well. So uh, it's, it's been a, a complete win. So mm -hmm. if you're looking to buy a house in the future, or I actually had a great call with somebody who's going through our program. And they said they joined originally because they're, uh, they thought it'd be a really good... Uh, really good way to buy a house for their son who's mm -hmm. millennial right. and uh, he needs to work on his credit. And, and she was saying he's been renting forever now and, and she, and uh, it'd be a really good way for him to be able to buy a property. So, and they want to have their basement. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he was in their basement, but yes, I'm sure <laughs> that it came into play. So uh, the beautiful thing though about this is we are that most markets are an appreciating market. So, mm -hmm. If uh, the way we set up our program is you're tying up the property at a price now mm -hmm. or a set amount of equity now. Right. So as the market appreciates, uh, you actually are benefiting in that. Mm -hmm. So you, know, you actually, most buyers are walking into equity once they go get their own mortgage. Right. You know, and you mentioned, you know, parents helping their, their children. That's exactly what happened um, when we sold our house in Colorado. Um, the, the mother and father made the down payment for their, their daughter and, and her uh, boyfriend. Um, you know, they, they were expecting, so, you know, they were wanting to nest. They really knew the benefits of owning a home and, and things like that, but there was no way they had that amount of money to put down. Now, it was traditional financing and a traditional sell, you know, through realtors and, and all of those various things, but... Yeah, you know, their parents put down the money for the deposit, um, you know, and, and clearly, you know, that was something they all had worked out among themselves as to how this transaction was going to work. But, you know, it, it was great that they were able to do that. But, you know, the, the way you structure it, it's, it's even better because... It, because of buying on terms, things like that, you know, you, it, it is just a very different way to structure it. Yeah, and it's and it can come down to and maybe you're they're very lucky that they had parents that had right. that type. Of, oh yeah, because that, that was a chunk of money. So now, uh, now let's say if you're a parent that doesn't have that that type of money, but you have the knowledge about how to structure these terms uh, by potentially going through one of our courses or reading our books and understanding the process, uh, then you can actually help your children in a different way by actually crafting up these types of terms and then allowing them to work directly with a seller. So it really opens up the ballgame for everybody. Mm -hmm. right. Well, and then, you know, the, the child has done it themselves. Now they might've still need a little help from the parents, but you know, it's, it, 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 in many cases, it might be held over them. Well, we bought your house. Therefore, you must, you know, all those various things. And so it is better just in so many ways that the children are able to do this themselves or, you know, as, as much as they possibly can. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we all have, we all have an ego. We all have pride. So uh, I, I am very proud that, you know, me and my wife have been able to do this on our own and we didn't have to ask for any help and things like that. So uh, I'm sure that can play with, with each and every one of us if we have to, you know, ask somebody to borrow money. I mean, that's, it's never fun. Uh, it, it's sometimes necessary, mm -hmm. but not always fun. So I can 100% understand that viewpoint as well. Right. And it's, it's just important to, to, you know, it, that's kind of one of those steps of being a grown up <laughs> is buying your own home. Um, you know, but yeah, sometimes we do need a little bit of help, 
but yeah, I mean, it's just, that's, that's just part of, and especially if you have a family or are, you know, expecting one soon, you do want to set down roots, um, you know, and, and have the lawn for the kids to play. And, you know, that's the one thing about HGTV. I mean, we all see the gorgeous lawns where the kids are going to play and, you know, all those various things, but it's, it's true. You know, when you have the family, you want them to, to be able to get out and about, um, you know, that said, I mean, there are city people who they they don't want the the law and they don't want any of that and you know there's there's obviously options for them too you know we we've been talking about buying a home but a home can also be a condo a, a duplex or whatever it is and so it's it's whatever works best for you yes absolutely uh condos are fantastic uh, if I, there is some restrictions to pay, uh depending on the HOAs some of them don't allow you to rent mm-hmm. which means that you'd have to use one of our other options, not a lease purchase. You'd have to buy either owner financing or closing on subject to the existing loan to have the title transfer. But yeah, we've done and we've bought in plenty of condos. We've had our associates have bought in plenty of condos. Depends on the market you're in too. Maybe you're an investor or you're looking to invest. There's large markets where condos are very prevalent. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, we were talking about baby boomers getting older. You know, I don't want to have to take care of a lawn <laughs> you know? and, and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that is one of those things that, you know, more and more we're seeing is people in these, these type of, of developments and, and situations. Yeah, we have an associate of ours that's down in D.C. His name's uh, Bill, and um, he just bought a, one of those row houses mm-hmm. as an investment down in Baltimore, and he bought it subject to the existing loan. So, financing from the seller stayed in place, title transfers. He gets all the benefits associated with owning the property and didn't put a single dollar down. So um, these work in in any type of property as long as there uh, is the ability to have an exit strategy, meaning you can either rent it. Typically, we do a rent to own. Or if you're looking to just buy it and live there yourself, another great exit strategy because you get to really enjoy the property. Right. So a, a, one of the things you mentioned was that when you first started working in the family business, you had one role and now it's kind of transitioned to something else. And, and you talk about that in the book and that's that you tend to work more with the sellers. Um, and one of the things that I, I really liked uh, about reading what you do is you know, it's, it is, you're making sales calls, you know, and, and I've had people on before who are experts in how to make sales calls because it's something we all hate. I mean, it's like, ugh. I mean, there are very few people who have it in them that they are good salespeople, but we're all selling, you know, whatever our business is, we are selling. And so one of the tactics that you have, and, and, and I want to talk more about this is the fact that you have created scripts and you practice. Um, so talk to us about that because I, as I said, you know, we all think, ugh, I don't want to do this. But, you know, why are scripts and practicing so important? Yeah, scripts are, they make everything uh, very uh, structured, Mm -hmm. which is important with every, especially when you're talking to somebody that doesn't necessarily know you or, Mm -hmm. uh, or you're looking to expand your, your business. uh, It's important to always have structure. That way you have a structured process. You know what the outcome is going to be. If they say A, then you do B. If they say X, you do Y. That just makes everything, uh, you don't have to think about it. It Mm -hmm. makes it less, you know exactly what the end product is going to be. People always, uh, people will get frustrated with selling or, or don't enjoy selling. It's because I just think they have a really, uh, they, they have a misperception of what actual sales are. Right. Sales are just- As the used car salesman pouncing on you in the parking lot. Yeah. And just constantly bombarding you until you say yes. Mm-hmm. Or you know, constantly hovering over your shoulder until you figure out what you want to do. I totally get it. Nobody likes that. Mm-hmm. But really, sales in general are just- finding out what somebody's current situation is and guiding them to an answer, uh, guiding them to a solution, which may or may not be the solution that you can provide. Right. Yeah. They, um, so, they could be saying no. Which is more than okay. It's the maybes that kill us. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you follow up? When do you follow up? Do they really want you to follow up? <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's important that by, uh, so using scripts, and then having calmly asked questions and having these these processes in place to get the end result or to know where to bring that prospect next mm-hmm. is very important because it takes away the guesswork. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So once you understand the sales process, or once you understand that sales is really just providing somebody a solution, um, then that makes it way easier to speak with somebody, uh, especially when you start seeing the end result, which mm -hmm. is after you bought these properties and after you've sold these properties, you see the smiles on the seller's face and the and that buyers are now have the ability to be homeowners. It's it's a magical thing once you see the entire process, uh, but it's. But at the beginning, it's it's really just sifting and sorting and figuring out uh, by asking key questions, uh, which will determine whether or not it makes sense to, number one, continue to put them through your follow-up system, mm -hmm. or number two, move on and right. then spend time with the people that can help. So uh, scripts will allow you to do that and allow you to really create something that's very fundamental uh, and that way there's no guessing involved. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and... and we're not talking about you know the the type of of calls that we get that we all get every day. You know, it's funny before you and I were were on the air, we were talking about you know getting the robo calls and and things like that, where they have a script, and unfortunately, they have not been trained on how to to use them well, um, because what they're doing is they've got their you know their little piece of paper here and they just start reading through, and and it's funny sometimes it matters not in the slightest what you. Is, are saying because they just keep reading right along. You can't interrupt. I always try and interrupt and, you know, and, and, and do these things. And, and that's what turns us off about it because that's what we're used to. Um, you know, and, and I'll be honest, I'm, I kind of have fun sometimes with these people because I will say things just to see if I can throw them. Um, now, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't try and be mean. I mean, there are people who are, are mean and, and, and you know, and, and things like that. But, you know, one of the things, you know, like the, the nonprofits that call, that, you know, great organizations, just not something I'm going to support. And so one of the things I've, I've done every once in a while is, well, I'll give you money if you give me money. Let me tell you about the, my favorite nonprofit. And they have no idea what to say. Um, <laughs> you know, or, or when you're getting, a, you know, any type of, of scripted call, the important thing is to be able to respond appropriately and not just keep reading question two or not go, uh. <laughs> and so that's where practice comes in. So tell us a little bit more about, you know, how you guys do that to get somebody through the fact that they can start making these calls. Yep. Uh, well, that, that person is definitely either poorly trained or uh, they were outsourced and then not trained, which right. that's what we all get frustrated with is when we start having everybody from overseas calling mm -hmm. you. Uh, you know, calling your phone, you know, every godly hour there is uh, and asking you the same questions and starting the same way. And you know that you're just on this automated list. Uh, the way that we always position everything is, yes, you have your script, uh, but it's also important that you've practiced your script. That way you can respond to be and then eventually put your personality to it because we are in the real estate business, which means that we are working directly with people. Uh, but just like in any business, you're, you're working with people. The medium just happens to change than what we're talking about right here. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's important that you personalize things because you have to find a solution for that person directly, not just any solution. Uh, so what we practice is what we call role playing, which is uh, we will have scripts and one person will be the seller and one person will be the investor and we call and we banter back and forth and we try to be really hard on the investor. That way they can see how they work on their toes. Uh, we do this with our associates that we work with. We do it in house. Uh, me and my brother-in-law, when I first got involved, would do this a couple times a week. Mm -hmm. uh, that way, you know, when I spoke with a seller, the call was actually a lot easier than what right. we practice. Right. Yeah, because he'd been harder on you than most people would. Oh, absolutely. Plus, uh, another huge benefit to our uh, our associates that we work with is uh, if they're in a state where they can tape calls or as long as they present themselves to tape calls, we right. will call critique. Mm -hmm. So I'll be able to listen to them uh, speaking with a seller and I can now tell them, okay, well, they asked you this. This is how I would have responded. Mm -hmm. This is how I would have responded. And then uh, the associates that are uh, that end up becoming very successful, they'll take those notes. And on the next couple of calls, I will hear them spit back that verbatim ah. of what I told them. So it's constantly changing uh, how they approach and how they uh, experience uh, speaking with a seller. Uh, so between the role play, the call critiques, uh, and we also have a lot of training that's associated with uh, uh, recorded calls for live sellers and live buyers. So uh, once people immerse themselves in an activity, uh, the results are going to be tenfold. So we always want to make sure that we're able to do that for them. 
Right. Yeah. And, and we've said it several times. It takes practice. Um, there's a gentleman here in Atlanta that, that I know who he is a realtor. Um, and, but one of his things, he, he calls everybody in his list, whether they've bought from him, sold, you know, if they're in, if you're in his list, you get a yeah. call. And, and it's funny because I mean, you know, I've talked to other people and it is, it's a scripted call. Now, you know, if he knows who he's talking, you know, if he really knows who he's talking to, then he's really going to, to personalize it. So he may, might say, you know, hey, I saw on Facebook, you know, you went on vacation, how'd that go? You know, things like that. But, you know, th- there's several other things that he does that, that I just found fascinating. He always makes his calls while he's standing because he feels that gives him a different energy. But more mm-hmm. importantly, he does it in front of a mirror. And, and he does that because then he's actually talking to someone and you know and and we've all heard the things like you know make sure you're smiling people can pick up on the fact that you're smiling as you're talking to them but he really you know and and to me that seems a little bit strange but at the same point I can see both myself and you as we're doing this call and so it does help when you can kind of at least see something to to get a little bit of of that feedback but I you know I, I that's just things that work for him you know to stand to get that different energy to practice um and then really to make sure that he can personalize it where he can um you know and, and sometimes it's a matter of if you know okay somebody's in an area where it's really hot where it just rained where it might be snowing all those just you know talk about that so again they know okay it's not a robo automated call or a totally scripted call yes it is some really i, I love those uh, those just reminded me of uh Chris and Nick would talk about that. So that is definitely a old school realtor training, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. looking in the mirror, talking to someone in the mirror, practicing your scripts in the mirror. Uh, And and it's a a great way to do speeches. So Mm -hmm. people are in speeches. That's a great way to practice. Uh, yes, yeah, standing is is a great way to increase your energy. Uh, I I tend to walk around. Uh, I guess I like to I like because I like to use my hands and, and things like that. So oh, yeah. I'm if I couldn't around. use my hands. I'm I'm in trouble. <laughs> uh, another good thing is when you're actually speaking with somebody, say about a certain property. I mean, the conversation usually comes up about that property, so it wouldn't hurt to pull it up on Zillow or right. another link just to just to be able to mention a couple things uh, mm-hmm. associated with that property so right. that way they don't think you're just calling on yeah. anyone at any time for, for any yeah. type of house. So, so say, I see you're a couple blocks from a shopping mall or, you know, wow, look at the lake view that you might have or whatever it is. Always personalized. And then it's really important to focus on somebody's motivation. Uh, and it's just with like simple conversation with like, oh, I, I see you have a beautiful house. Why the heck would you want to sell that house? Mm-hmm find out their real motivation. So right. then from there, you can really customize your solutions to them, which is, hey, if you're, they say they're relocating. Well, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Actually, I, I purchased a couple of properties from people that are relocating. It worked out fantastic because we're able to do X, Y, and Z, and that allows you to move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So it's, it's important to have those, those one-on-one conversations and dive into the motivation on top of also knowing exactly what your which property you're calling on. So all all great tips. Right. Well, Zach, we've only got about five minutes left, and and I want to talk a little bit about what it is that a smart real estate coach actually does, um, because it, you know we've all you know we might have read the book, we might have you know listened to Chris when he was on the program, all these various things, and and so we're thinking, okay. This sounds like something I want to check out, but oh my gosh, it sounds scary. And what do you mean I don't have to use my own money? And uh, I just don't know what to do. So tell us a little bit about your program. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for asking. So if you're looking to get involved in a real estate niche, uh, especially a niche where you can directly impact people's lives, uh, mm-hmm. not, and this is to not downgrade any other niche, but let's be serious. If, if you want to deal with construction, then go ahead and go flip properties. It's extremely crowded in that area and the margins are small. Uh, if you you know want to beat people up and get them on the lowest price pop possible, wholesaling is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to say you can't make a ton of money there, but if you really want to directly impact people that don't necessarily have a solution based on the traditional market, then uh, buying and selling on terms is a fantastic way to do it. Plus, you're not 
you're not putting yourself out on a limb, putting a ton of money out there. Uh, you're actually leveraging yourself and, uh, and really diminishing the risk. So if you want to get involved in a real estate transaction where the risk is diminished, this is another great opportunity. Uh, so what Smart Real Estate Coach does is we uh, provide the A to Z on how to buy and sell in terms. Mm -hmm. uh, we have some products that will walk you all the way through. We give you absolutely everything. We're very, uh, very open and share absolutely everything that we have to offer. Um, and then what we've noticed is there's a lot of people out there selling programs. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, we have a program. So what, we, what we've done is we've created our associate programs, which means that we can fully uh, immerse the person uh, to allow them to be able to get deals done and actually build out a business. Um, it's unfortunate that people are buying programs and buying programs and buying programs with no results. Mm -hmm. I, I have, uh, or we have some students uh, that are very successful now that have spent over $100,000 on coaching and training and products that didn't get a single deal done until they came into our Wicked Smart community. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're just seeing amazing results by fully implementing them and allowing them to uh, actually build up the business and get to the future and get to their, you know, their end goal and, uh, and move forward in the future. So, uh, that's what smart real estate coach does. If you're interested in that, I'd love your audience to get our free book that you, that you brought up. Um, I will give it to you absolutely for free. Just, uh, unlike other people out there, we're not charge you for shipping. We're not charging you for hand, uh, for, for anything else, shipping or handling. Buy one, we'll give it get to you. two. <laughs> Whatever yeah, it is. Exactly. We'll, get, we'll give it to you absolutely for free. We'll ship it to you mm -hmm. on us. All you have to do is give us your address. Um, mind if I give the website? Sure. Most definitely. All right. So you want to go to newrulesforfree.com. So that's newrulesforfree.com. You'll get our new rules of real estate investing, the 24 leading expert in their real estate secrets. It is an Amazon bestseller. We've had two of them now. We, it is, the book is changing people's lives. Really cool written out where you're not only going to see our niche, but you're going to uh, also be able to dive into other experts that are in other niches. So uh, you can decide what is the best fit for you. Mm -hmm. We're not naive enough to think that we're a one size fits all. As we were talking about core values, we work with a very specific group of people and uh, and work with them to help them succeed. So um, if you plan on getting into real estate, figure out the best niche that fits for you, mm -hmm. figure out the best uh, the best mentor out there, a mentor that's doing what he says, uh, what he says he's doing and constantly doing it right now. And then put the blinders on and, uh, and start taking the action as that's the only way we can create a business. Right. You know, and, and, and I love that you give this away, you know, and, and folks, I'm going to show you, I mean, this is an inch thick book and it's not giant print. So, you know, and, and, but as I mentioned at the start of the program, there's tips in here for anyone, you know, and, and, and that was what I enjoyed the most when I was reading it was it, it's, it does give so many tips about being a great business person and being successful that even if you decide real estate investing isn't what you want to do, you know, it, it is something where you can get great information. Um, so again, give that website so people can take advantage of this. Yep. So that's new rules for free newrulesforfree.com. You'll get our free book. We'll ship it out to you. Uh, enjoy it. Dive into it. Yes, there's tons of uh, le uh, learning lessons in there and personal development stories as they are leading experts, not only just in real estate, but in business in general. So right. we're, all, we're all in the same, mm -hmm. the same atmosphere here. We're all building a business. We're all entrepreneurs. We're all trying to uh, push the envelope and move it forward. So great tips in there, whether you're in real estate or not in real estate. Right. You know, and the, the, the primary website for you guys is smartrealestatecoach.com, you know, and, and that's where you can find out more about actually working with Chris and Zach and Nick and everybody else. Um, you know, so there's great tips there. But, but Zach, if they want to reach out and connect with you, how do they do that? Yeah, I'll just give away uh, my personal email. I'm, I'm more than okay with that. So just email me, Zach, Z-A-C-H at smartrealestatecoach.com. Um, that's Z-A-C-H at smartrealestatecoach.com. Um, you will, if you buy the book or you reach out to support or however else you come into us, we are going to know you're on the radar. We will all reach out to you personally. As I said, we are we are a family business. So you'll end up getting a call from me, Nick, or Chris, or one of our amazing support staff. So uh, once you're in our atmosphere, then we're happy to chat. 
Great. But you only get the cool shirt if you actually, now I'm, I'm, I'll be honest folks, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, not, not really part of the program. Um, but I think it's a, a great program just, you know, right now, not, not what I'm doing, but I love the shirt, love the shirt. think it's very cool. Um, so, you know, it's, it, it, I want to thank you for that. So Zach, do you have any final words that you want to leave you know, everyone with? Yeah, I would say that if you are sitting on a fence right now, uh, meaning you you don't wake up each and every day excited uh, about building your business or going to work, uh, then it's time to make a change. Uh, I know that this was one of my learning lessons from uh, from my 29 years experience here, but um, uh, that's a, a huge aha that I've had in my life. It's, uh, you know, even though I'm only 29, I've, life has flown by. Uh, I can tell you that. Because just watching uh, my my son's gonna be two years old soon, and uh, and it, and it gets fast. So mm-hmm. you only get one. So make sure that if you're sitting on a fence each and every day, and you're not sure, you know, if you want to go to work or not, then it's time to start pursuing something else. Whether it's real estate, becoming an entrepreneur, a different niche, a different business, whatever it is, just just make it happen and and uh, take the leap. Perfect. I love it. Well, you know, this is great. I can't wait to have you on again. I think this is so much fun. Um, and and I, I learn, you know, every time I learn. People ask me, you know, what do you, you, know, what do you like best? I, you know, I learn from my guests. I think it's so much fun. Um, you know, and, and so we'd love to have you on again. So just let us know about that. And until then... I am Deb Creer. I've been having an absolutely wonderful time talking with Zach Beach. And everyone have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us next time for more real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.